Brought to you by Make Fun Network. You're listening to Grown Ass Gamers with Logan, Matt, and Carlos. Hey everyone, welcome to the debut episode of Grown Ass Gamers. I am your lovely co-host with the beefy brown eyes, Logan Vo. Joined today with my coalition of co-hosts. He is the Sonic the Hedgehog to my knuckles. We have Matt Bissany. I'm Sonic. You are Sonic. I'm I, Tails. I feel like, oh you're, t- oh, you're Tails. Yeah. Okay. I carry you around the map when you fall off, and when you drown, I bring you bottles I'm, of air. I'm essentially a mooch off of your skill sets. I, I bring nothing to the table that you can't do, but you can fly, and I, I'm just kind of a jerk. But you go supersonic speed, and does you're ta- blue. Does Tails not go fast? I don't think he goes as fast as Sonic. You know, there's always been this classic debate in comic books, who's faster, the Flash or Superman, but I think the real debate is, is Sonic, is Sonic. Tails. Yeah, that's the that's the fight right there. Mm-hmm. And my other co-host today, we have the knuckles of our squad, Carlos. Hey, hey, it is it is I. Actually, I'm more of a I'm a shadow guy. You guys You're, are uh, I'm I'll, I'll be shadow if you guys are uh, Sonic and Knuckles. So, are we just trying to latch on to like all that weird Sonic like art that happens? The, the hentai, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all that you, furry stuff, right? It's not like the worst like cheap pop to get some clicks right you know i'm okay with selling out to it immediately <laughs> one minute in selling out we're selling out to be furries that's it that's how, <laughs> that's how it, it, it's all downhill from here that's, that's the right. demographic we need we need that furry demographic once we have that we're set it's a demographic rarely tapped into <laughs> <laughs> they're hungry they're hungry for it uh so everyone listeners speaking to you what grown-ass gamers is or are whatever the correct correct word is there we're not a grammar um, show we're not a grammar show maybe someday we'll become a cooking show where we cook tacos and stuff but hell yeah hell yeah um we are grown-ass men two of us in our 30s one in his mid-20s carlos and we just want to uh bring you a gaming show that's a little more of adult flavor we'll say swear words like poop and butt occasionally and maybe a shit <gasps> who knows oh my gosh but not gratuitously no poop and butt oh we've already said it Actually, <sighs> too many one too many we crossed the line we only get one (laughs) but we're here to bring you gaming news and uh you know just fun topics to talk about in gaming and with an adult twist yeah uh i think i think a good reason behind the show for for those listening to us for the first time seeing as this is the first episode is the be especially i can speak for myself right i'm 35 i uh, i just had a i'm old 35 years old i'm an old man i uh i just had my first uh, daughter a month ago congratulations thank you and i gotta say i used to be real into video games and then life kind of hit you right yeah. adult life hits you you can't play as often as you want to so that's kind of the approach that i come to so what i'm saying what i'm prefacing right now is i definitely do not know as much as a current like 17 year old what i'm saying right yeah and, and it's it's also it's also really strange because it's like you're you're in your 30s i'm in my mid-20s and even i have that feeling where i kind of feel like uh, it's kind of starting to pass me by i'm like man i am not in tune with the video games like i used to be right absolutely uh, i'm there too i just turned the dirty 30 i like to call it the th- the flirty 30 <laughs> oh all right yeah, you know, uh, optimism. And exactly, exactly. 
you know, they say life begins at 30 and that's me. Um, and again, I, I'm the same way. I didn't have as much time to game, but I can keep up with it a little bit through, you know, breadcrumbs here and there on the internet, but there wasn't a voice for our generation of, of old men talking about gaming. You know, you go to YouTube or other podcasts, most of them are in their teens, twenties. So we wanted to hit that, that demographic again. The furry demographic and the older generation demographic. We're making a list of demographics. I actually, I have like a, I have like an audible topic. If, um, if I, I know we, we just, we were launching into the show. We had a nice discussion about structure of the show and, and the segments we're going to do, but I'm going to, I don't know. I have like an, I have like a, a topic idea that I think might, might be good right now. You're going to zig? I'm going to zig. Can I, can I zig? You can zag on we're, us if you want also. We're zigging now. So uh, my my uh, my question is is because we went through this right, and if, 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 this is grown ass gamers. If we're older gamers, we might as well be old men yelling at clouds. So yes. the cloud I want to yell at, or not necessarily yell, at, but bring attention to, is we live through. Remember when you were younger and vaguely. you only got like video game like news or information from a friend or like uh Nintendo like, Power, like a, yeah, like a magazine. The yeah. I, like that's part of the thing. That's part of the point that I'm getting at as far as me feeling disconnected from the video game world is information is so freely given out and it's so easily accessible that it's like completely inundating because there's so much. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if like, uh, do you think that you would be a different gamer today if you had all of, if you had access that kids have that the kids have now? I I, I think, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think we, it's almost like we didn't appreciate it enough back back in the day because like i remember having you know the the rare playstation magazine and it was like gold to me like now i get my game informer every month and i'm just like oh this thing again but yeah, back exactly. then you're like you were waiting for that magazine because you didn't know what was coming up and right the publishers only had x amount of space on a page to tell you about the game now, if you have a game informer, there's like a whole section dedicated to the new Call of Duty and they like interviewed the guy and they have 20 pages about Call of Duty and what it's going to look like. And I'm just like, all righty, that's same thing on YouTube, I guess. <laughs> right. It's almost like oversaturated now. Yeah. Um, going off your point, Carlos, I, I barely even touch my game informer. I might I literally thumb through it and say, all right, cool. Like I should probably cancel it at this point, but I still keep it because it's part of the GameStop thing. But yeah, as far as like how what guy what kind of a gamer I would be now, uh, if I grew up now instead of in the nineties, it'd be way different because just even like strategy to games. Growing up playing Goldeneye with your friends on split screen, it was just run around try to shoot your friend and you're good. But now there's like you play an FPS multiplayer and there's like a strategy and it's like, all right, don't feed. You gotta get good positioning and everything. So joining a organization to play Overwatch, I had to like learn that. I was like, oh, yeah, it's not just running in and playing deathmatch the entire time. There's strategy to it. So I think I would probably be a better gamer right. if I grew up nowadays. It's it's just such a different world now than it, it, uh, admittedly a better world, right? I can't imagine mm -hmm. what I would have become if I was able to log on to my gaming console, Xbox or whatever, and then have access to like a store right then and there. Because when I was you know younger, I had to like beg my parents to take me to Blockbuster so I could rent a game for three nights, and it was Show like, rage there. yeah, oh, yeah. oh my god, yeah, <laughs> dude, there was there was not a better feeling than when I could convince my parents to like bring me to Blockbuster. It was one of the best things ever. I participated in the Blockbuster NBA Jam tournaments. 
a na- a na- uh, a nationwide tournament and that was fun but now i have so many games in my xbox like hard drive that i i have never even opened i'm i can't play i don't have time to play them all <laughs> not even close no of course not yeah, yeah and i also that's a really good point that you're touching on too because i was just thinking about that where it's like i think i would also be a different gamer because there's i i would say there's a couple different type of gamers but the most popular i think you see now is the ones that are have a committed fan base to the game so like if you think about Fortnite, and it's like now companies are about how long and how far they can stretch the game they want to stretch it for years and years and years and years so the people that are committed they're absorbing all these news and it's like they, they get they get an ex- not an excuse but they get the ability to invest more into a game so they're in the game longer um mm-hmm. so if you think about like wow wow was one of the games that did that people have been playing it for years years and years and for some people that's the only game they play but i remember when i grew up developers were like all right here's a game all right now we got to start the next project and and now it's like all right here's a game now we're working on dlc and we're working on right uh, yeah yeah so i think it gives now it gives people more the ability to be a fan of a game longer to whereas like i have games that I haven't played in years because there's no updates to them. They've they're on legacy consoles and there's just no updates to them. And the, the new thing has arrived. And it's just like, I think that's what would have changed for me as a gamer. I'm sure if developers were doing what they do now back then. It's like, Hey, I'm still playing final fantasy one because there's DLC for it still right. in the year 2020. Yeah. It's, it's a wild world now compared to, you know, what we, kind of collectively grew up in especially me being easily the oldest <laughs> <laughs> only by a few years only by but a few years I, I would have to say i i would definitely be a Fortnite kid for sure if i was growing up now because it's a free game you gotta buy a battle pass like once every four months you know it's my allowance right there no problem bam here you go uh as to where as an adult now i'm like i don't understand Fortnite. i i don't Neither get do it I. <laughs> I think we've but, lost all of our audience, by the way. We were just like, right oh, there. They, we don't, they don't know Fortnite, but get it. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not doing the Fortnite dances in between ad breaks, I don't, I don't want to listen. What's the point? Yo, that, that game has, is like crack to kids. It is. I, I have to, I, I was a Fortnite hater for a long time, but I really have to give it to them. Like they know how to market their game for sure to their audience. You know why? Like, it's because all the, uh, all the ad people from the cigarette companies who know how to market to kids went over there. <laughs> <laughs> coming next season joe camel skin <laughs> no. hey i might play it <laughs> if i can be joe camel and just fucking because hey i'm not i don't smoke i've never smoked in my life i'm actually like a i'm actually straight edge but i see him says hi yeah exactly if i could play a game as joe camel that mo- that dude is cool <laughs> as shit uh, the leather jacket the cigarette the sunglasses i get it it, com- it, com- it comes in a menthol blue alternative <laughs> But uh, I cut you off, Carlos. You were saying, uh, no, no, no. You can go ahead. No, I, I. That was kind of the point that I was trying to. All right, make. I'll continue. Joe Camel, very cool. Uh, <laughs> what other? Oh, the Marlboro Man. He's a badass cowboy. Oh, the cowboy. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about Marlboro Man. There's a game in here somewhere <laughs> with all these old cigarette <laughs> mascots, and you had to buy it with Marlboro points. <laughs> yeah. Would it, would it be like? Would it be like the Burger King game? What's oh, with the with the king when he was playing yes. and shit. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. It was a when couple he was of years ago. around. Yeah, in the <laughs> for the three sixty Burger King released uh, a like a free game 
where it was like you play as the king and you go go kart racing and it was like a hide and seek game or something. Was it yes. Good? No. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> <right>. not. <laughs> but it was a meme. Like you, you throw it in as a meme at your gamer party. You'd be like, all right, guys, we're gonna play this new game I got, and everyone's like, what the hell is this? It's like, bro, it's the it's the king. Come on. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, um, man. But uh, yeah, that's my uh, that was my zag. I, I liked it. I'm gonna. It was a nice zig to our zag. I appreciate it. I'm gonna call you Dolph Ziggler from now on. Second reference. Oh, I'll sell the shit wrestling out of that. this episode. I know. <laughs> All right, guys. So just going to the next segment here. Favorite games growing up. Let's let the listeners get to know us a little bit. What was your favorite game growing up? Uh, do you know what? I don't want to go first because I want to know. I'll what. go first. All right, thank you. Just because, just because I, I like, I was one of those kids that really I didn't really start gaming gaming until I bought my own xbox 360 and that was like the year that the xbox uh one came out so like telling you how late i started oh wow because my uh, my parents were very much like no we're not buying you video games and when they bought me a video game it was like a game that came out like a year ago and we found it on like a discount like so i never played like the new releases like even now i didn't play metal gear I played the demo disc that came with <laughs> one of the games I got. Uh, but that's kind of how like a little background on how my gaming experience came up. I, I never had the newest games when they came out. Um, but my parents were always kind enough to like at least buy me a, a game. So one of the one of my favorite, absolute favorite games, and I just got done playing through it on an emulator, The Legend of Dragoon on the PS1. It was my first kind of like introduction to like a JRPG kind of game, turn-based JRPG. Um, I've never heard of that game. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's one of those niche, uh, like it came out the same year that one of the Final Fantasies came out. And it it has its cult following, obviously me, many, 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 many years later. (laughs) Just (laughs) the last one. Yeah, the last one. But it's really, it was one of those games where like, okay, you have the Dragoon class, right? What if we had a game that was all dragoons? Like, and they and they kind of rolled with that. And it was a kind of really like cool like combo system where like when you attack, there was like a little blue box that circled in, and then like you had hit X and it got to like the point like a Guitar Hero kind of thing. Um, so it had that kind of mechanic to it. Um, it was, yeah, it was released uh, June thirteenth, two thousand. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna so show I... my ass here a little bit, but oh, here we say, go. Here we I go. I don't know. What's a dragoon? Hey. I'm just imagining crab dragoons. It, it, it's it's a discount like Dragonborn. Okay, uh, if, okay. If, if you're thinking D and D, yeah, yeah, it's a, one of those discount. Like it's half. It's part human. It's it's a human that can use dragon powers basically. Uh, so like they can channel a dragon basically. They can eat gold <laughs> and fly. Yeah, they can uh, okay. fly and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, uh, if I just saw that word on its own, I would think that it was a play on words of a like an ugly drag queen. Oh, <laughs> okay. Do we have drag queen names, guys? Mine's Jessica Thunder. <laughs> Jessica Thunder. Oh, uh, my top five of death. Uh, another show that I'm on. Uh, did I whole here on the Make Fun Network? Here on the Make Fun Network. That's right. Uh, we have a whole episode of drag queen names that we came up with there's no way i could remember any of them i think it was like episode like 200 something we're on three something so it was a while ago it was a long time ago i'm old i don't know if i've mentioned that enough on the show but i'm very old legend of dragoon yeah legend of dragoon by far did you beat it recently just i i it's a four disc game wow they invested a lot of money into it 
and it was more popular in Japan than it was in the States because it kind of had like a delayed release in the States. So by the time that it released in the States, it was like Final Fantasy VI. Oh my gosh, the best Final Fantasy ever. So um, I, have a, I, have a, I have some stats on that for you. So on how long this game is. Um, so there's the main story, there's main and extras, there's completionists, and then there's all play styles. So the main story on average takes 47 hours. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a long game. The main and extras takes 57 hours. And if you're a completionist, it'll take you a solid 69 hours. Nice. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. just for our younger listeners, now it's like you play Skyrim or, or another game. It's like 300, 400 hours. No problem. This is 2000. A PS1 game for 69 hours of gameplay. That, that you only got to play on the weekends, maybe on Friday night. Yeah, uh, maybe after school and you <laughs> quote unquote finished your homework. Yeah, it was one of those games where I was like, oh, I, I got to get to the next uh, little section here that took me two hours to get to. And uh, yeah, it's that's wild. That's, that's a yeah. That's a beefy game. <laughs> it's a beefy game. That's All right. nuts. Matt, what is your favorite game as a child? As it, so we, all right, so favorite game as a child, right? Not like my current favorite game, but just when I was a kid, the game that I always played. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I ask another stupid specifying question? Yeah, hit me. When you say child, like, can you give me like an age range? Because all right, let's go from like <laughs> seven to twelve. Okay. When so- video games were invented. <laughs> That's I, not not too far away from you were me. playing pong i was playing pong and then someone was like hey you hear this new music like no. <laughs> uh all right so seven to twelve so for me then it would be mario 3 super mario brothers 3 a okay. game I, I still love very very much the mario franchise you know for me was a big part of video games we got a nintendo when i was young I have two older siblings. They're both. I have two older sisters, and we got an. I remember very distinctly remember getting a Nintendo and hooking it up. And now, which one are we talking? Super th- Nintendo, sixty four, NES, NES. Straight up, the when okay. the NES came out. When they, when did the NES come out? Nineteen eighty eighty eight or eighty nine? Yeah, I think it's eighty eight, eighty nine. So I was three, four, and I just remember playing Mario. And then Mario three came out, and I was like a little older. I was probably like maybe six or seven, so right around the time when I could really handle like a, a game. I could understand the mm-hmm. concepts of it. I could, uh, I remember things, and you know, muscle memory was a little bit better. So Mario three, man, I love that game. I'll play it right now. You pl- you put it in front of me. I'll play that that game. You, it's no one stopping me from doing it. <laughs> You're an adult now. You can do that. You're damn right, I am. I'm a grown ass <laughs> gamer, bitch. <laughs> and then, but. The thing for me about Super Mario Bros. 3 was all the, like, it was my first introduction to alternative things in games or, like, secret things that people didn't know about. Like, in the, so in Mario Bros. 3, in the first world, right, if you go on a certain block and you hold down long enough, you'll dip behind the background. I remember that. And when shit like that happened, I was like, holy, everyone. Everyone, come here. I got, Get in here, mom. I like mom. Yeah. I lifted open my windows. I shouted to the neighborhood children, and they were playing like stickball in the streets. And <laughs> someone just got done, you know, handing out newspapers on the corner. And mm-hmm. they all came in. And I was like, but it was stuff like that. And there was like the warp, the warp whistles. So right now, if you gave me Mario Brothers 3, I can get to the last level in like under three minutes just with like, just with the warp whistles. This is a way to do it. But yeah, I love that game. Man. Yeah, that's a good game. I remember that too. Holy cow. I think that was the first game that you had the little raccoon tail where you flew, right? 
Yeah, you, you keep hitting A and you float down. Yeah, and then there was a secret thing up there. If you go up to the top of the screen, like past the skybox, like there was a little area where you got a bunch of coins. Yep. I remember that. That's a that's a cool development in gaming. Yeah, that's revolutionary for its time. That's like that's that's really like, you know, using the whole animal because I mean, the NES is it's the NES. It's the first like gaming console pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I know it's not, but if, for us, you know, stupid Americans it is. Yeah. Um, but it's like uh it's really it really used all of its capability in all yeah. of its memory and all of its space that had to do something like that to kind of build these levels that, yeah, they're scrollers from left to right, but they really, really, you know, were, were pretty innovative uh, with its design. I love that real, game. That game's great. Yeah, yeah I, I remember uh, looking up on how, like, how much they packed into, like, a single, like, kilobyte of, like, memory, how they reuse textures and stuff like that just to squeeze every last drop of code that they could out of the game. Yeah. And the, like, the levels were so good. Like, level four, the giant level, I loved that level as a kid. All the things that were just huge, um, that was super fun. And then all the suits that Mario could have, he could have the froggy suit for the water. He could have the one where he was a raccoon or, like, a bear where he could turn to stone for some reason. You could get in a boot and hop around the in boots. a giant boot. Yes, the boot. I don't... So I haven't played a Mario game in a little while, and that's my... And that's part of the reason for this podcast is, like, that's uh, my point. I don't have time. <laughs> can you get in a boot in any newer mario games if if not i don't want to play it honestly yeah, like i don't even care to play it. i don't want to hear about it that's gonna be my question someone goes hey matt did you know a new mario game's coming out i'll say no i didn't can you get in a boot and they'll say no and i'll say then get the hell away from me I don't, <laughs> don't waste my time you, with could, you, you could always build your own in uh mario maker i've uh seen that they use all the different like textures from like nes all well, like, now we're talking yes ones <laughs> Yeah, no, but they, but but that's more of like if you want it, make it yourself. <laughs> Listen, I have I, like I have it. a problem with the self checkout lines. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> when we make my own game now. Yeah, uh, Logan, how about you? My favorite game growing up. Um, I also played the NES, but I didn't say I really fell in love with gaming until the GameCube. Um, so I was a little older. I was like the eleven, twelve. Um, I absolutely loved Time Splitters too. Time. I think I'm confusing that with the game. I'm. Uh, what's Time Splitters? Time Splitters. So I didn't really ever play the story. There is a story mode to it, but it's. I think it was from the same developers of Goldeneye, um, 007 Goldeneye, where it had the same mechanics of of first person shooter, and there was power ups and guns throughout the map and multiplayer. But what was different besides just split screen with your friends, you could also add AI to the game to play. So oh. it would be this big like. 15 on 15 game where you would just it's deathmatch and you just run around in different characters like you could play as a gingerbread man as a duck as a chinese chef which was my main character i always played they didn't have special abilities it was just skins but yeah it was just hours and hours of first person shooter and then also had map maker which was my first game experience in map maker so i would spend hours just making different maps and you can change the lights to strobe lights or different color like here's a blue light in this one here's a red strobe light in this one so i would just basically give myself a seizure like hours <laughs> on end making these maps and might make my little brother play with me and he he's a dumb kid he doesn't know what's good or not so he's like this is the best map ever i'm like hell yeah it is bro <laughs> so, huh. so yeah you, you could dual wield in the game too like i just loved it just spent so much time on it i never i never played that game so there was like a like the gamecube era was a good point in my life where i kind of i don't know like so like i was going through so when was the gamecube era it was 2002 2002 ish i was 11 12 when it came out so yeah 13 so you were 18 
ah, it's not that old, was I? You're five years older than me. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so <laughs> I <laughs> during the game, I didn't have a lot of exposure to GameCube. There are a, a, a handful of games I did play a lot, but it just there's a point in my life where I was in a band and it was very cool, and I <laughs> I was cool. It was super cool. I was touring. I was in a touring metal band for a number oh, of years. Wow. And I missed out. There's a good chunk of time that I missed out on some some quality gaming. I think this was one of them. Okay. So you were, you were too busy actually being cool and wearing a leather jacket and getting chicks, and I'm over here playing the GameCube. Uh, yeah. I mean, cool's debatable. Uh, but <laughs> there was a time that I was definitely doing something other than video games. All right. What was the first game you beat then? Can you remember um, that far back? Uh, I have such a dumb answer because it's honestly like, I, I'm pretty sure it's Super Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> uh, I hate to just double. Second verse, same as the first. Yeah, I know. But it's, if I'm being honest, because I don't, I don't, after I beat Super Mario Brothers 3, is like, I went back and tried to beat Super Mario Brothers 1, but I never did it initially. Because like I said, when Super Mario Brothers 3 came out, that was when I was like seven ish. So that was about the time when I could beat a game. But before mm-hmm. that, I'd just be like, me hit buttons, colors move, and that was like enough, <laughs> enough for me. Carlos, do you remember the first game you beat? I think I'm on the same boat. Um, there was a game where I got close to beating it, but I think that was the first time the realization where um, I realized I didn't like 3D platformers. Um, so uh, Croc was that game. So Croc. I got rid. Yeah, it's for the PS1 as well. It's uh, it's like a 3D platformer. I'm tell I'm telling you, I have these obscure games that like mm-hmm. were found on like discount clearance aisles or stuff like that. But like oh. Legend of Dragoon was one of the first games I beat. But it was like I consider it the real first game I beat because it did take some skill. Like I was sitting there for like it was like uh the last boss fight like took me forty five minutes just to beat because it was just so intense and I was just like that I remember like the feeling as a kid, it still pulls me back in. Even as an adult now, I'm going through the game and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how did I beat this as a kid? Like, I, I'm i <laughs> having a harder time. I feel like I'm having a harder time now. I'm just like amazed at how I could do this at the age of eight or nine. Uh-huh. What was not what was different growing up? Now we have the Internet. If you get stuck on a certain spot in the game, you can Google it. Don't 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 expose me like that. <laughs> but like growing up, I would have to like either quit the game or because I was the older brother, so I'm like I couldn't ask an older brother to beat the game for me. So yeah, that's that's a different thing of our time growing up as to now. Just Google it. <laughs> just Google as, it. Just Google it, bro. <laughs> like, hey, Carlos, oh, that's just hey, Carlos. Would you believe me if I told you that IGN gave this game an eight out of ten? I've no no. It was. <laughs> <laughs> they put more they put more effort into the cutscenes in disc three than they put into like the whole game. Like <laughs> it was when like Final Fantasy like six or seven were coming out. The, the that was the gra- if you look it up, you look at the graphics and you're like, Oh, that's not that bad. What what did it come out? Nineteen ninety eight, ninety seven? I'm like, no. 2001 <laughs> like, <laughs> like this game was not ahead of its time on graphics they dumped everything they could into like the mechanics the just how like all the fights and stuff like that zero on the graphics all on hours played yeah if we ignore the graphics yeah eight, seven or eight out of ten <laughs> jesus <laughs> uh, right. uh the first game i beat was probably red faction 2 is that a um, RTS? No. Uh, no, no. It's a first-person shooter. What am I thinking? Um, basically, it takes place on Mars. Like, they colonize Mars. 
But see, I'm I'm notoriously bad for not finishing video games. Even as a child, I would never finish a video game. Even now, I don't finish video games. So I that's the only one I can really remember that you beat, beat that I have beaten, beaten. Uh, and I probably played it through like three or four times. That's how much I liked it because you had different endings based on how you went through the game and who you like at what time you like what time you killed the big boss and with who. Uh, so I think that was the first game that I experienced also with different endings. Oh, cool. Which, I'm not sure if that was revolutionary for its time, but it might have been. I don't know. It was, it was revolutionary for you. <laughs> it was. It was It was mind-blowing for me. I'm like, oh, I can beat this game multiple times and see a different ending? Okay. That's nuts. I never played I remember seeing this. I, I remember this logo very much. And I never played it, though. Uh, that was. Is it the? It's a fist, right? Yeah, with like a, like a, with a AK gun? in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never played any other ones. Only number two. Uh, that's another game you just split screen with my little brother and just own them over and over again. Are you a big... Uh, like second installment guy, meaning uh, the two games you talked about have both been sequels. And I never played the original though <laughs> of either game. Hey, so hey, I'm, Logan, I'm, you want to play this game? Let me know when the second one comes out, <laughs> and I'll only play that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Continuing to get to know us a little better. What's a what's a bad game that you stick to your guns that you that you love? Notoriously bad. So for me, this is a, all right. I don't even want to. This is how much I love this game. I won't even say that it's bad. Other people have told me this game is bad, but I do not agree. And I think this game is good. Okay. Um, but the game for me, and I love this game. I have a whole wall dedicated to memorabilia of this game. It is a... Let, I, let, me, I, let me guess the game. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Is it, uh, is it the pinata? Like, party pinata game? <laughs> no. <laughs> Viva pinata. <laughs> Viva pinata? Yeah, is it that? I've never even heard of that game. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm going to love it. No, you the should. game is uh, Friday the 13th for Nintendo. Oh, I didn't Nintendo. know they had a game. Nintendo. Oh, my God. You didn't know that they had a game? Oh, my no. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, this game fucking rules, okay? I don't know. Whatever. I'm just going to start. I'm going to stop. I've, I've censored myself this whole episode, by the way. I'm just going to let it fly. I'm going to let just it fly. I'm going to let it go. This game fucking rules, okay? And if you don't like it, I'm going to go straight to hell. I'm going to go straight <laughs> Straight to hell. So here's a, here's the the thing about this game. It is not easy, and it may it's made even more difficult by not explaining what you need to do. So, so are you playing as Jason or as a, a, no. a camper? So the concept of the game is you play as uh, one of six campers. If a camper dies, you can mo- you you move on to the next camper, or you can pick your next camper. Each camper has a little bit better attributes uh, or different attributes than others. Like some are quicker, some throw things farther, some jump higher. The map is cool. You go left to right, and there's also um, and you're you're circle you're circling Crystal Lake, right? The Friday Thirteenth, um, you know, famous uh, location. Mm-hmm. What happens is, is you there's a there's a, a series of things you need to do. You, once again, you, when the game came out, no one told you this. It's just like ah, here it is. You like the movie? Here's the game. <laughs> um, but there's a series of things you need to do. At any moment, Jason will show up. Right? You'll just hear it. There's a ticker with a number that says, with a, uh, an icon that says children with a number next to it. When Jason shows up, he'll show up in one of the, the cabins, and you have to get to that cabin before the number next to the children goes down. The reason being because the number next to the children are the number of children at the camp. What's happening okay. as the number goes down is that, as, according to you know, deduction, is Jason is killing these kids. And you need to go stop him before all the kids die. Oh. Um, I, I, something he's never done in the movie. 
Uh, however, in this game, they were like, right. you know what? Jason needs more of an edge. Let's make him kill children. <laughs> make him a child murderer. This game is very cool. It is very interesting and unique because when you go into a cabin, it suddenly becomes a first-person exploration map. It goes from a side-scroller to a first-person, where if you hit right, like you stay in the center, but the room changes, and you're always facing forward, and it's pretty scary because you're literally just like, imagine closing your eyes and making a complete quarter turn and then just opening them right to like a different wall. Mm-hmm. That's how you play, and then out of nowhere, boom, there's Jason, and like the music hits, and now you're fighting Jason out of nowhere, and it's insane. The game, the the, sound, ugh, the music for that game is unbelievably great. Uh, I'm gonna have to pull it up for everyone, and it's it's just uh, I love that game so much. So there's things you need to do, right? So this is how fun and the game is in a complexity way. So those cabins I mentioned, Jason goes and attacks the kids in the cabins. What you need to do is you need to find the lighter, and when you find the lighter, you need to go to the cabins that have that have fireplaces in them, and you need to light a fire because Jason won't go in there if there's a fire, right? There's all this stuff you need to do. You need to go find, you need to go into a cave system, which is a fucking nightmare because you, there's no map in there. You're literally just like, oh God. Yeah. There's, like there's a map everywhere else, but as soon as you go into the cave, map's gone. You just, if you go too far in, it's a nightmare to get out because there's like lefts Fuck and rights that. and all that. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a shit show. It's an absolute shit show. You need to go in there. You need to find the sweater of Jason's mother. You need to get that. And there's like all these ways to kill Jason. It's, it's, it's unbelievably great. I love so it. So when you say for so Nintendo, which, which Nintendo is it for? The original Nintendo. NES. This is for the NES? No way. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. I could. I would have guessed like Super Nintendo or 64. Nope. I'm mm. looking at some screenshots of it, and I, I was like, man, this game, I mean, that's what we had. That's all <laughs> we had back in, the day, back in the day. So I'll play you some of so the, the music is so good. This is the original soundtrack. There we go. Coming up. The bop yeah. so far. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bop. I had a bottle in front of my screen, and it was right in front of the volume on the YouTube, and it's muted. There we go. <laughs> so this is the music okay. where you're just walking around the campground. Just creepy music. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Let's see if I can just skip around and see some different parts. I can jam to that. <laughs> it's also a lot of this. <laughs> I think it's just this, this one soundtrack over and over again. So there's that. Oh, Jason attacks. This is what I want. So you're fighting Jason right now. Imagine being a child and just this like staccato, you know, uh, you know, Discord is is just chirping in your ear. He's a pain in the ass to fight. Oh, it's so good. The whole thing's so good. I feel like wrestling a man in a hockey mask to that music. Yeah, you won't. You, you don't have a choice. And even if you do beat him, even if you do beat him, it literally. Oh, it's two things that happen. If you die, the screen says you and your friends are dead. Game over. And then simple. very simple. And then the, <laughs> when when and if you beat them, I've I've beaten this game twice. And not when I was a kid. Very much when I was a fully <laughs> functioning, complete frontal cortex of my brain formed adult. Um you beat him and it's like Jason is dead. Dot 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 question mark? And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck was all that was like I missed it all the time into saving the world, essentially. You and give me a like, question mark? Yeah. But I love that game. Some people say it's bad. Another video game podcast, How Did This Get Played, did it. And I had such a fucking gripe with that episode because I could tell that none of them knew enough about the game to be doing a whole fucking episode on it. Shame on them. If they want a fist fight, I'm happy to do so. And that's it. I'll be your tag team partner. Thank you, Logan. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you play the new Friday the 13th that came out a couple years ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yep. Compare and contrast. Is it better or worse? <laughs> 
it's a different game or is it different it's it's uh, did you play it at all i I played the new one yeah it's a different game it is hard i what i will say though is i think the new friday the 13th game did such an amazing job of capturing essentially playing through a simulation of a friday the 13th movie i think that Mm -hmm. i I think the the fun factor of it is amazing I, i actually really like it a lot so, but that's not considered a bad game, though. No, no. It's just considered a ripoff mm-hmm. <laughs> of uh, Dead by Daylight, which, of course, it is. But well, And right. then they had all the licensing issues with the whole Jason thing, and they can't update the game anymore. And That's such a crazy story, too. So Gun, it was a Gun Media, right? I think it was. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. they, got the, they got the actual licenses, license for Friday the 13th to make the game, and then it got pulled. Something happened where they lost it, and they just had to stop. But they had plans. They have a campaign mode that like was seventy five percent done that they can't, they they can't release. I w- I want to know what that campaign mode is. Oh, of course, go and buy the licensing for it. <sighs> Fine, I'll go and buy the license for it. <laughs> Twist my arm. <laughs> but that's a game that uh, I I love. And like I said, I have a whole wall dedicated to eight bit Jason Voorhees stuff. I have a custom painting on my wall that I got done. Whenever anybody finds anything 8-Bit Jason, like my friends, they send it to me. I snap by it. I just bought a 8-Bit Jason Mondo figure uh, like yesterday because someone was like, hey, look what they put out. I was like, okay, I'll buy it. So <laughs> if anyone sees it, send it my way. Um, Carlos, what game have you just loved that everyone kind of says sucks? <sighs> Man, uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, I think... I think I've, I really like weird, obscure, like indie games in general. Really? Like, I would have never mm-hmm. guessed based on the two things you've talked about so far. <laughs> yeah, your Crab Ragoon game. It's, it's, you're right. And your shoot and your Croc shoe game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I really liked, uh, there was this racing game that I remember having a lot of fun with. And I think it's just underrated more than not unlike. It's one of, uh, I forget what it was called. You were a tiny, like, car. And you were on top of a table, and it was for the N sixty four, and like oh. you, you would race around like a, a table. No, no, it wasn't a Hot Wheels game. It was like you were like a tiny little car, and then you would hold forward. And I'm telling you, what you do would do like zero to sixty within like two seconds. So that was like the whole fun of the game, where was it was it, like was it called Penny Racers. I think was it Penny Racers? Uh, it was a. It was on the N sixty four. Let me. Let me. Yeah, I looked. Uh, uh, I don't know if that's what it is, but it might have been. Uh, no, no, no. It was a, you. It was a top down, basically. But <laughs> it was just a really fun game, and I just don't like. I haven't seen a lot of coverage on it. I, of course, I've looked it up in the past, and it's just like it's just one of those games where like what you you like that game? I was like, dude, that game was so much fun. It was like I a need party to know game, what it basically. is. It, it it basically like you were a toy car and then you were on a table and then it was basically like the track was made out of uh chalk or it would be made out of like cereal one time and then there'd be different objects if you crashed you blew up and then you would ble- you're basically playing for points not going around the track so like if you go forward and you leave your uh, the other person behind cuz they're not like they started too late they explode and you get a point and then they they'll respawn next to you, and then it'll count down three, two, one, was go, it, and then was it Micro Machines sixty four Turbo? Micro 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 Machines is was like a a hot toy commodity. That was back a phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. And I they're the commercials still. And they're they're tiny cars. 
<laughs> oh, the microphone. The guy who uh, speak really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. Uh, I think. Oh, I think it was. It, it. This looks a lot like it. Add it to cart. Oh no, no. Th- this was one of them. One. This is one of those games. <laughs> but it was one of. It was just like this. But it was really, really, really cool. Yeah, it was. It, it was like one of these series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was this one. Yeah. That's what it was. Micro Machine 64. There you go. Now yeah. you can go find it and get it on an emulator. Play it all over again. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was one of those games where, like, I, of course, I didn't have a lot of friends, like, growing up that played video games. So it was like, now I tell people my age, and I'm like, you remember Micro Machines or, like, that game? And they're like, what? Like, <laughs> huh? I remember Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just like, you know, this game, like, it had... It was not even a racing game, really, at its core. Like, I just remember that. It's like, no, this game isn't a racing game. It was like, ha you fell. You crashed into the thing. Ha-ha, let's laugh for two minutes because that was really hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I think that was one of my, okay. I think one of my favorite games that just no one either, no one talks about enough. I wish we had, like, I wish more games were like that, honestly, that it was like, <sighs> there's no... There's no story. There's no goal. It's just like it's just about having fun, like with your friends, kind of thing. Just uh, I think eating too chips many games. And, and yeah. Split <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, I wish I knew more about this game to hate on it, but I I just don't. Yeah, I never heard of it, but Detective Matt found it. <laughs> yeah, as old old Google, old Google googled it. The old Google. All right, for my game. A little more modern. Um, I love the Mass Effect series. The game that everyone shits on the Mass Effect series, besides the newest one, is three. Everyone shits on three. I was about to three. say Andromeda. I was like, oof. <laughs> I, I, I actually did like Andromeda. I didn't finish it, but it, it's a good game if you're a Mass Effect fan. But the third one, everyone shits on the ending because with the other Mass Effects, it's this great spider web of if this happens, this will trigger this event that could trigger that event to that event to like this ending. And like everyone had a different ending. But with the third one, you had one of two endings and they are basically the same. Um, so, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of a bummer. Everyone just shits on it so much. But it's like, bro, it's still a great game. I put it in my top five favorite games before the ending. Like, it's so fantastic. And it carries over your data from your past plays and it's just a different experience for everyone and how you play it because you might have different characters. I'm compared to like my one friend who played it with me. He's like, Oh, did this character, like how this character died? Cause he died in the last game for me. Like, Oh, well, you know, he goes up to a tower and sings, then he blows up and you know, stops the wraith. And it's Wait, like, Oh, whoa, shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. he goes up and he sings. All right. So uh, uh, there's a character. He's like a hyper intelligent slug alien. And like his whole thing is he does a little sing song whenever he's like thinking, I don't remember what the song is, but it's kind of like a old timey twenties like chipper song, like. Exactly <laughs> Do you know the character's name? Morton, Morvin, Mark. God, it's been like eight years since Dude, I. Those are it. three different words. It starts with an M. <laughs> okay. Look up "Slug Alien" from Mass Effect Three. I don't. I think it's Martin. Goddamn! Great, great content here. Me think struggling to think. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think I found it. The song they sings? Mass Effect Andromeda. No, that's not it. Oh, God. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even know what I'm looking for. All you, I, I, <laughs> I don't. I, I put in the word M, and that's and it's not helping. The, the word, word M. M? Yeah, EM. Yeah. I felt it. EM. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, you. Hey, can you tell me is M alien? 
<laughs> the M alien. I need I need the M alien, please. Anyway, so all right, it, it's just it's a damn good game still with great boss battles and fantastic character design and character acting. Just don't let the ending like harsh your vibe, bro. You know, like still play it. And then if you get to the ending, just ignore the ending. Yeah, that's what people love <laughs> is ignoring the endings of long games. You know what? I never even <laughs> finish games half the time, so don't even worry about it, bro. <laughs> All right. I guess All right, that's so us, right? That That's What's us. It? We've gotten to know us. So should we move into some... The next thing we talked about was gaming news. Yeah. Yeah? Always All fun. right. So Ubisoft Forward was just this past weekend. Um, I was talking to you guys off air. You guys haven't seen it. The The gaming community was pretty lukewarm on it at best because uh they didn't really show anything new but there i thought there was still some good stuff in there so the watchdog legion um it was announced before but they kind of released a short film which is worth a watch it's only like three minutes what was kind of cool have you guys played any other watchdogs i have the going back to what i said earlier about having all these games on my xbox i have the first one uh because it was free on gold and i got I haven't played it. I wanted to play it. I really like the concept and the idea, and it looks awesome, so I want to play it is not a good answer, but sure. I'm in the yeah, same I, I, only I play haven't it played it. I haven't, I haven't played it either. Yeah, I only played it for like a couple hours, the very first one. I've never played the second one, but this new one looks really interesting, so you can kind of like recruit. They're saying any NPC in the city that you see to be like part of your resistance, hmm. and you're trying to take down the big bad. So I don't, I think that's pretty cool. Just like the interactiveness of, hey, there's an NPC. I can talk to it and have this huge backstory of it, of this character, just random NPC. And then he can join my my coalition, my resistance. Huh. So I, I think that's so cool that we're getting to the point where now where it's like it's not just the awkward 2D statue in the background, just with two animations of moving its arm. We have to the point where we can talk to every NPC in the city. Yeah, no, that I mean, uh, you talk to an NPC, they say the same thing over and over. <laughs> Yeah, or like, oh, I used to be adventure like you till I took the arrow to the knee. Like you trigger that like forty times. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> showing my age again. My friend had the first World of Warcraft back on like an old like an Apple computer, not even like a Mac, but like an Apple computer, mm-hmm. and it was one of those. It was like the the top down click and point type of things, and I thought it was so funny that if you kept clicking on the same person, he would just start being like, "What? What do you want? Why do you keep touching me?" and (laughs) it was just so funny at the time so it's crazy to think that that's where it used to be and now to what you're saying is "Ah, yeah this person who you just walked by they'll be a full-fledged character in your game all of a sudden with a backstory yeah Yeah. like i think that's i think that's mind-blowing for me at least my my old 30 man age it it definitely is for sure because like i welcome the day when i can go have a chip put into my head and then I can just matrix into a new world. Oh, you man. welcome everybody. Yeah. Everybody's going to be putting on their tinfoil hats now. Good. I hope they put on their <laughs> tinfoil hats. And then I hope I get a chip in my head that I can then play for two reasons, right? Just being honest. I can play like in any video game I want. And the second thing is, is like porn's going to be absolutely insane at that point. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely insane at that point. You, you know, be- you, it's crazy that you bring that up because I just got done watching a um, porn. Whoa. All right, moving on. No, no, okay, all right. <laughs> whoa, 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 no! I just got done uh, watching um, a Prime uh, Prime show called The Feed, and it's about how um, basically they uh, hook up when you reach a certain age. They reach 
they connect with they call the feed to you and it's basically what you're talking about like you enter calls through it you watch videos and things like that and like it was a really cool premise to the thing where it's like one of the guys like you know they show the creepy side to it because they always got to show that in shows where it's like now you have a virtual companion that you can almost feel and like they, you can interact, change her outfits and stuff like that. And yeah, you so I was at, just thinking about that. At first, I was kind of against your idea of having your chip in your head to play games. But honestly, right now we're kind of moving towards like virtual reality and everything, which is cool. But I think it's a bit of a gimmick because you're still limited to what you can do in the real world. Right. I like the idea of a chip because then you, yeah, you can like just fly whenever you want and you can like, I can't do a backflip in real life, but I bet if I have a chip in my head, my character can. Hell yeah. You put your attributes all the way up. You can do friggin' a million backflips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like how you say attributes instead of attributes also. <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just the East Coast Midwest thing, but I, it's, it's attributes where I'm from, but attributes. I like it. No, I think you're right. I think I'm just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say it's because you're from Boston, like your Boston accent or something. Nope. Nope. Attributes. Uh... This is how much I trusted Matt when he said it. I was like, maybe I've been saying it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm a lot older than than you guys. Let me just tell you something. If you do anything confidently, it'll take you very far. People believe you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Shit. Attributes. Ah, fuck. You're right. (laughs) God damn it. I I just ruined your world there. I'm sorry. Uh, Now I'm never. Uh, It reminds me of a. a Rick and Morty episode where they do like a little bit and he's like, uh, for all uh for all intents and purposes, like it's like, what did you say? And he's like and he's like, for all intent uh, for all intents, and he's like, Did you actually think that's what it was? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Alright, so also from the Ubisoft forward, another Another battle royale game coming out, but from Ubisoft now. It's called Hyperscape. I'm, I, I'm over. I it. just I, saw I'm that. So I'm, yeah, I'm over. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm over yeah, it as well. I mean, do we need another one? I don't know. I no, no we don't. I I watched. It, some it, I think gameplay. it lacks innovation from a developer. Yeah, like they. So the video, they're acting like it's this big, cool, revolutionary thing because it's like, oh, it's in an urban environment and you can <laughs> double jump. <laughs> Whoa. Like, oh, yeah. Like, come on, bro. Bring me more than that. If you're going to fucking bring another game to Battle Royale, give me more than just double jump. And they're like, oh, well, so there's not a circle. It actually, the map decays and it like will pixelate and then you'll just just, just disappear. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> So it's like a, there's a different mechanism for the map getting smaller. Who yeah. cares? Yeah, exactly. You could have been like, instead of a circle, it's a triangle. There's points. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're kind of going. So gaming goes through ebbs and flows and, and like has this. They find what works and then they just just do it until it's dead. So there's like zombie games like 10, 15 years ago. Every every studio had a zombie game and it's just like, mm-hmm. yep. Now we're going through it with battle Royale because you know, in 2005 it's like, Hey Logan, you want to play a zombie game? Uh, fuck. Yeah, I do. <laughs> 2006 Logan, you want to play zombie video game? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Seven. Uh, yeah, I guess I can play a zombie video game. Eight. Hey, a new zombie video game. Ah, like, uh, I'm no. All right. Sure. 2012. No, I don't want to No, We're getting to that point with battle Royales. I just don't care. So like the one game that I think is a, it's not even like a battle royale it's honestly just a first person shooter that i i think has had the most innovation at least in my opinion have either of you heard of or played Splitgate? 
So Splitgate is a first-person shooter competitive game. However, the innovative part of it is is that one of your buttons is a portal gun, essentially. Okay. Where you can fire it on walls or the floor, and and, and so like the maps are kind of like they're multi-leveled and they're like cubed and there's like a lot of walls because the whole part of the strategy is is using the port. So you can you can put a portal and shoot through it. So if there's like someone's behind a wall across the map. You can shoot your portal on that wall. You can open it up and and, and clip them. Um, it's just oh, like oh yeah yeah I saw Seagull play this game. Yeah, it's it's cool. Okay, okay. It's like a, it's just it's just like an interesting new concept to a game. It, it, you know what it is? It's kind of like the idea of Fortnite where you can build while you shoot. And like that's like oh this new concept where you build your own. You know, it's like this whole level of uh, strategy and skill. It's it's just a new one that I thought was actually kind of cool. But we don't need any more battle royale games no like fortnite has it locked down i enjoy apex still but you know even then i know it's not this huge massive game do you remember um did either of you play what is it darwin something it's- uh oh fuck what's the rest uh i i've heard of it darwin darwin it's strategies it was it was a it was a battle royale game where it's like you start off with like a, a bow and arrow and you have to like mine resources and oh oh yeah, I know uh, what you're talking dude, about. I yes, I know. It. I actually know what you're talking about as well. I just, I didn't, I haven't played it. Darwin Project. That's what yes. it's called, the Darwin Project. So that, like, this is the thing. So, like, this game, like, Darwin Project, was kind of a little bit innovative in the concept of it had a aspect to, it was, like, built for streaming. The idea was, like, there were people who oversaw the game. And when this game first came out, big time streamers were playing it because their, their audience could affect the game where, like, they could vote on certain stuff and it had like some sort of like api between like a twitch stream uh chat and the game where people could vote on you know give this player full health again and just like mm. have all these like uh ways of, of of affecting the game but i mean i think that's too ahead of its time like that's a really good idea but i don't think i agree for that. and that's kind of my point is like here's this cool concept but it's a battle royale game so it just got lost in the ether mm-hmm. yeah it's just just too many battle royales uh so the, the the next thing from the Ubisoft forward that I was really excited about, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So it was already announced uh, back in February or April that Assassin's Creed Valhalla is coming out. So it's it's Viking time, which hell fucking yeah. Yeah. So they didn't announce a bunch with it, but they did like a half hour gameplay of it. And it looks really good. But what's different about this Assassin's Creed than the other one, you can dual wield. Oh, neat. Which, like, you know, again, doesn't sound like a huge thing, but it's really cool for Assassin's Creed. But then also they have this cool raid system where you gather up, like, your army, and then you literally just go to a small village and raid it. <laughs> like, you burn yeah. down the buildings. Hell yeah! Like, you're a little Viking. You burn down the villains, vil- village and the buildings, and then you just make your own. And it's like, alright, yeah, we're gonna become farmers here. <laughs> and you just kind of, like, slowly take over England. Oh, man. I can't wait for, like, in, like, 15, 20 years from now where it's, like, uh, Assassin's Creed uh, uh, colonizer. <laughs> it's just like moving down the timeline of where you actually do what they do in Assassin's Creed, where you actually like cook up to a feed. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, have you guys played any of the other uh, last Assassin's Creed game, Origins or Odyssey? So I have like an OCD about games like this, where especially Assassin's Creed, because I played the first. The, do you remember the first one? Yes. One of my favorite games. You you really you like that first one? I loved it. It's weird and like probably doesn't age well, but at the time I loved it. I thought so. My 
my problem with the first Assassin's Creed is I think it got super repetitive really fast. It was always the same three things of like find this person, pickpocket this guy, and then it was just like rinse, wash, repeat over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then the second one came out and it just like took that criticism. And it was like, because the like, game was awesome. Like the parkour was really like uh, new at the time mm-hmm. and it was like a great maps and it just took the repetitiveness, repetitiveness out of it. So Assassin's Creed 2 was really good. So I played 2 and 3 and then I just dropped off the face of the planet and I missed a bunch of good ones. I tried to come back for which one's Egypt? Is that uh, Origin? Origin. I wanted to play that one and I played it for a little bit and I really liked it for like, but I only played it for maybe, I don't know, a couple hours, a couple hours time in it and I just fell off it. But I really want to play these games because they're really, really good. I suggest going back because it's so it's all like you're saying, it's the same kind of gameplay and same combat style for one up until the French. There was an English one. I don't remember what that one's called, but it takes place like in Victorian England. There's also a French revolutionary one. Same basic combat style. There's some really good games in it, like Brotherhood and uh, Black Flag. Those are really good. I suggest going back on those. But with Origin and Odyssey, they completely changed the combat mode. And at first, I'm like, God, I hate this. It's not Assassin's Creed. But once you get through it and power through, it, it's so much more smooth. And it's such a fantastic game. And it opens up so much. I, I really liked Origins. Odyssey wasn't bad either. I, I didn't finish either one. I only put maybe 15 hours. Because I like to do a bunch of side quests and just run around and do dumb shit. Uh, but yeah, very, very excited for Valhalla for sure. It comes out November 17th. For so those. what is Odyssey? Odyssey takes place in uh, the Greek uh, Empire time. Okay. So you're like like a soldier from Troy or something and you go around and like, all right, I got to like. Oh, you know. right. Okay. So I, I didn't realize one came out after or- Origins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Highly suggest picking that up. Yeah. The, the Assassin's Creed that got me in Assassin's Creed was Rogue, actually. Rogue was my favorite Assassin's Creed. Is that the side scroller? Uh no no no. Uh it was the it was the one that came like uh like next to Unity, I think. And it was like when you got to play for the other side. You were basically like a traitor um playing oh, okay. for the other side. So I thought that was a really cool spin on it where you weren't the Templars, you were like the other I forget what the other guys are called. You were the assassins, you're the Templars. Yeah, yeah, you were the well, you were one of the Templars, not the assassins. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was I didn't really play cool. that one. All right. Uh, the last thing they, the last notable thing from the Ubisoft forward um, was Far Cry Six got announced. It was already kind of leaked, but now it's official, and the trailer came out. It comes out February eighteenth, twenty twenty one. Have you guys played the other Far Cries at all? Not a one. Not a one. N- okay. I I think this might be the first one I play, just because the trailer. I absolutely love the trailer. It almost plays yeah. like a, a fucking movie, dude. Yeah, like, that's a really it, good trailer. Um, it has it the guy from really uh, Breaking cool. Bad, Brian Cranston. No, the uh, the <laughs> guy who plays uh, Gus. Um, oh, Gus Fring. Yeah, the guy who plays him. Um, so he's a dictator, and he has a, his son is like just a normal kid. He's like, "Hey, look at me, I'm a child." And the dad comes in, and he's like, "Hey, hold this grenade for me." And he hands him a grenade, and he's like doing this really cool um, analogy of like how your, our country is like this grenade. It has two parts. It has the people. And it has the government. And if one goes down, the other goes down with it. Pretty much what he's saying. And he's like, unpins the grenade and makes the kid walk up to the roof. And there's a huge revolution happening. And like, pretty much trying to do apartheid. They're trying to like, get rid of this dictator. And he's like, all right, kid, now let go of the grenade and see what happens. And he's like, it doesn't show him do it. But it like, it it suggests that he's going to have to throw the grenade at the crowd. 
Huh. It's it's a really good trailer. I suggest watching it. Um, I'm really excited for this Far Cry game. The last one I absolutely loved, um, where you had to take down the cult in Montana. That's a fantastic one. Here's a dumb question. What is the concept behind Far Cry? Like, are you uh, a government agency? Is it like shoot the bad guys? Like, I don't, I don't get the overall concept. I, I've played three, four, and five, and all of them you were just kind of this dude that something bad happens to, and you just stop the bad thing from happening. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like it sounds dumb, but it's so in in three, you're on a tropical island, you're on vacation, and some like local drug lord kills your friends. So it's like, all right, I gotta stop him and avenge my friends. Uh, the fourth one, you're in Tibet or like a country near Tibet or Nepal. And your cousin is a dictator and he's an asshole killing people and you got to stop him. It sounds really dumb the more I say it, but (laughs) no, you're selling me. Keep going. Yeah, I'm really selling you here. Um, The fifth one, you're like a cop. And wait, 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 let me guess. There's a bad guy and you got to stop him. Yes. All right. But he's a cult leader and it's like really cool. Like you got to stop his like lieutenants and then you get to him. I don't know. It's it's a dumb. It's kind of dumb. Mindless first person shooter. With like a bow and arrow and guns and flamethrowers, it's in vehicles. I don't know. It's a lot of, it's more fun than it sounds. I'm not, I'm really <laughs> underselling it. There's a reason you're not on their marketing team. Let's just say exactly. that. Right? <laughs> so for me, for me, it's one of those like games where it's like, it, it, for me, like the concept grabbed me so much that I was like, man, I might actually check this game out because I'm a sucker for like the whole. Not IRL, obviously, but like in games of the whole cartel mob boss type game story to it. So as soon as I saw that kind of like spin to it, I was like, okay, I, I'll finally check you guys out, I guess. It only took six installments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Technically more because there was like primal and shit. There was there was more spinoffs that yeah, weren't pe- very good. People love this franchise. And this is another thing where I said earlier, uh, going back to Assassin's Creed, where so there, there's a few franchises that I, I missed out on, and I can't get into them because if I don't play from the beginning, I feel like I'm going to miss something, and that's going to bum me out, and it just stops me from playing. Uh, Far Cry is one of them, Assassin's Creed a little bit, uh, but a big one for me is that I never play is the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah, I've never played that one either. I, I always have that same feeling because it's like I always get like, you know, when they do like a trailer reveal and they show like the crowd, they show like a a piece of a shoe and yeah. the crowd goes like, Oh my God, <laughs> what? And I'm like, what am I missing? What? What's going on? <laughs> exactly. You're exactly right. That is exactly how I feel. A hundred percent. A piece of a shoe. <laughs> Holy shit. You see that shoe? Oh my God. It's a reference to this game five eight years ago. Yeah. yeah. He's back. It's <laughs> this famous shoe. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what's nice about Far Cry and Assassin's Creed because it's a new title every time. You can just jump in whenever, though. You can skip five or six. So there's no continuity. No, no, not at all. Okay. Like the original Assassin's Creed, there kind of was because you had the whole dumb backstory with Desmond Miles and like he had to go into this machine and like tap into his ancestry. Now oh, that, they got rid gone? of that. Yeah, they got rid of that. It's literally just like, no, you like it's still kind of there, but you don't have to go to the outside at all and like do a stupid cutscene with Desmond. Now it's like, no, you're just in there. And you're like, you're a dude from Viking era. You're a dude from Greek times. Oh, you know? no shit. Yeah. Like, I, I actually, I'm glad you say that because that makes me want to pick it up again, because that yes. was one of the things I didn't like about Rogue was like at the, you were the edge of your seat because there was like a development in the plot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, and we're missing that fragment. So you're going to go, uh, 
uh, out of your desk and you're going to go out to this uh, cubicle over here and reactivate it. And it's a whole 30 minute sequence and of nothing by the time. Yeah. yeah. And then you go back and then you're like, all right, what? What was going on? Like, I, I just, I was yeah, just killed changing the, the toner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got rid of that shit. Thankfully. I didn't know that. Now, now, now I want to go through, like, cause I liked origin. I really did. And mm-hmm. maybe I'll go back and play it. I'm trying to play the outer worlds right now. I dust it off. Outer Worlds is good too. I never finished it. I don't finish games. I, I'm before. learning that, and honestly, <laughs> it's making me feel better because I never finish them either, and I just assume that I just like, oh, did you play that game? If I didn't finish it, I'd be like, nah. Even if I played like sixty percent of it, I'd be like, no, I don't play it. <laughs> I just, I say I play it, but I'm like, no, I got halfway through and played a different game because <laughs> I'm the worst. But all right, so that's it for gaming news. Really, you had a fun little. Little yeah, game so, to play. Yeah, I saw a doing a little research. There was an article at, on radio.com. Uh, the article was sponsor. <laughs> yeah, br- yeah. Then we get a cease and desist for radio.com <laughs> because I said fuck a bunch. So it was like seven celebrities who love to play video games. And I'll just go through like the short of it uh, real quick. And then I got some, I got some other celebrities. I want to do a little speculation as to uh, what games you think they play. Uh, so Brendan Urie, who is the singer of. Panic? Uh, Panic at the Disco, yes. Oh, you're a big Panic at the Disco fan, huh? Oh, ma- massive. No, not at all. I have very <laughs> strong opinions about Panic at the Disco. I will not get into right now. <laughs> okay, we'll get into that sometime. <laughs> well, we opened up uh, Pandora's box. I guess so. <laughs> um, but according to this article, Brendan Urie is a uh, he's a Fortnite noob, according to himself. Uh, Justin Bieber, um, what game do you think he played? All right, Justin Bieber, Canadian sensation. Has he done much really career-wise in the last five years? Yeah, doesn't he have like a hit single out? I I don't know. The last one I knew was Baby Baby or Baby Baby. You, you obviously don't follow uh, J Beebs. No, I'm just kidding. I don't follow uh, Beebs. <laughs> Carlos is no, the expert he, Bieber. <laughs> uh, he just came out. He came out with a song, a duet uh, with uh, Selena Gomez, which was really like it was a really like big thing when it came out because it was like a. Uh, I've moved on and I've accepted it and we've grown apart, but I appreciate the friendship we had type of like, <laughs> okay. Uh, a type of like a uh, song. So that was really big when it came out and they did it as part of like a COVID awareness kind of thing. Um, the article doesn't say what game he plays. It just said that he was once late to a concert because he stayed backstage to play a game. Right, um, I'm going to guess Does it doesn't state the game. It doesn't say the game in the article for him. I'm going to say like a sh- first person shooter, like oh, Call of Duty esque. 100%. Yeah, I, I, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, Mila Kunis uh, played World of Warcraft. What? Yeah. I, yeah, I knew about that one. I knew, I, I, I know she played, she plays or she was, she has her own guild and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Drake Whoa. played Fortnite. Okay. Uh, I can see that. Daniel Craig. Uh, says he likes to play uh, 007, right? He, that Daniel Craig? <laughs> that is who he is, yeah. Okay. But uh, he likes to play Halo and Vice City. Specifically Vice City. That's what it says. It's pretty respectable. Uh, BTS. Okay. Uh, the Korean pop sensation. <laughs> yeah. Um, does it say what game do they play? They're StarCraft, right? It's got to be StarCraft. It doesn't say League of Legends, probably. It doesn't say. Olivia Munn, an actress who I forgot existed until right now. What game is She played Psylocke. Oh, Assassin's Creed and Halo. Oh. Uh, so those are, but uh, so I have my own list here of I don't know if I'll call them celebrities or some of them might not even be people, but I just want to know what games <laughs> you think that these uh, people or entities might play. 
Okay. Uh, we don't we don't have to have a long discussion, but uh, just something a little a little you know uh, cherry on top at the end of the episode. So, Oscar the Grouch. What game do you think Oscar the Grouch would play in his trash game? I think he strictly plays Yahoo server euchre and poker. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He play yeah, especially like uh like the twenty five fifty cent uh, you know uh, betting poker <laughs> Texas Hold'em online uh yeah for sure i think he's a card game player okay that makes sense yeah he he doesn't have legs so he probably just like you know just does that president harry truman hmm let's see well if you listen to my other podcasts you know that i'm a big believer that truman brokered the deal between aliens and humans to allow them to abduct people. <laughs> wow. Listen to my other podcasts to know more about my thoughts on that. So I think he's a big Destroy All Humans fan, Ooh, which comes a- out later this month. That, wow, what a what a good answer, Carlos. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, based on that information, uh, maybe like XCOM. Like, right. Ooh, probably yeah. like the first one, yeah. Okay, uh, moving on. Macho Man Randy Savage. One of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Oh, I th- what were you gonna say, Carlos? No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Don't don't stop the thunder I'm, here. I do. All right, Macho Man. He definitely plays Earthworm Jim. That's a good one too. I Yo. think he's a that's a relatable character. And Macho Man's like, ooh, yeah, I just love how this little more man jumps around and saves the galaxy, brother. Did you see his head? <laughs> Look at the boots. First name Macho, last name Jim. <laughs> Uh, I think I, I think it would be really funny to see him kind of play like a genre completely opposite of his persona. <laughs> like maybe he plays like NBA 2K. Uh, maybe he plays like uh, Madden NFL or something like that. NBA so Street, some uh, <laughs> yeah. JRPG dating simulator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He plays uh, that. Um, what was that? Uh, the uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we're definitely missing a uh, an opportunity for a snap into an earthworm Slim Jim joke with Macho yes, Man here. It's there somewhere. It's in there somewhere. I know we're stepping over, so someone's yelling while they're listening. We get it. We know it's there. Tweet okay. at us. Yeah, tweet at us. We should probably establish a Twitter. Okay, so moving on. The principal from Saved by the Bell, Mr. Belding. Mr. Belding. Hmm. Um, I'm not familiar with him. Oh, Carlos, you you young man, you young child. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Belding, those aren't aware he is an authority figure from saved by the bell the authority so, figure so yeah quote unquote he's got a reel in screech he's got a reel in uh beautiful mario lopez and zach brett you mean, Bre- you mean zach, ac slater ac slater and then what's zach zach uh, zach morris zach morris i think he's playing the escapist the game where you run your own prison or you try to escape from prison hey, is that game good i played it for like an hour and i got a little bored it's probably good but I'll, i have i don't have patience i'll take it as a no <laughs> it's another it's another game sitting in my sitting on my hard drive. Uh all right, moving on. Uh the bass player from the Goo Goo Dolls. I don't even know his name. I didn't even care to find his name. I just put the bass player <laughs> from the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> Hoping one of us would be like, oh, you mean Bump oh, yeah. I know I know two <laughs> bass players and they're not him. Let's see. He's stuck in the nineties. He probably still he probably had a mullet, probably brought back the mullet like three years ago, then got rid of the mullet again to make a statement about mullets. Yeah. I think he's probably playing maybe the first Turok, and that's it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's a good guess. Carlos? Man. Wow. 
man. Yeah, he's probably yeah he's probably playing some old obscure game. Probably like mm, I want to say Contra. Probably like the first Contra. Oh man, I mm. love Contra. But 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 the spin on it is that uh, he probably never got to the last level. So yeah, that's because it's wicked hard. I'm- <laughs> yeah. Does anyone else confuse Goo Goo Dolls with Red Hot Chili Peppers sometimes? Or is that just me? Yes. <laughs> I definitely don't yes. because I'm old enough to very much know the difference. <laughs> well, I hear Scar Tissue and I'm like, oh, it's Goo Goo Dolls. Like, no, no, it's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. Okay, bad. no, I see what you're saying. I'm thinking more like Californication, like, like or... higher ground uh, mm. Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I'm like, that's definitely never going to be the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just saying Scar Tissue. Yeah, Scar Tissue that I wish you saw. Uh, sorry, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I got I only got a couple more. Okay, so moving on, a 1989 Camaro. What game would a 1989 Camaro. Camaro play? All right, that's the year I was born. 1989. <laughs> now I know. Now you know. Now the listeners know. I'm gonna say it's big into Mega Man, dude. I fucking love Mega Man. I love this <laughs> game so much. <laughs> I've never played a Mega Man. You're an you know what? I've never insulted you, but this is going to be the first time. You're a yo, fucking idiot. Yo, I <laughs> all right. I just looked into the whole... Uh, I got into the, one of those like YouTube holes, and I looked up like a video. It was like, we explain the entire Mega Man lore in less than an hour. And I was like, less than an hour? How much lore is there? That's a lot, That's a lot of lore. A lot of lore. I was like, wow, I'm traveling back in time i was like what separate timelines i was like yo this i gotta check this Mega man out I the gameplay to me looks either. clunky like he shoots stuff from his arm and then he can shoot three of the same stuff out of his arm sometimes depends on what game and you're playing his jump is like weird i don't know i never never appealed out? to me oh, yeah his legs kick out and he's like flailing i don't know never appealed to me it's so good in the, in the, the bet so the cool thing about Mega Man is knowing the the order to defeat the bosses because you get their power every time so you have to like look at the bosses names and it's like ooh i need to beat cutman before i play woodman <laughs> because you'll get the saw blades which will kill woodman and then woodman before you beat like electric man and stuff like that and then like but then there's like there's so many of those games and there's they're, they're bad guys like they're the rogues gallery for mega man is great mega man is such a good game i oh, you got to play it you got to go play it if you like those, if you like those games at all, or any like a like a side scroller or anything like that, it's it, uh, amazing games. They're amazing games. They're very hard. Is it better than Kirby? Because I love Kirby. Um, it's not better than Kirby, but it's it's Kirby esque. It's a it's hard. It's definitely harder than Kirby. But okay, it's it's fun, and also the music for Mega Man so good. Pretty dope. Um, all right. So moving on, let's go with wait, Carl. Did you answer? No, 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 no. Uh. I think I think they'd uh, play like GoldenEye type of game, like one of those like cool kid games. Cool kid games for a it. cool kid car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no one hit a racing game, which was on the nose. I know. In front of us. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Why? You know, if you're gonna work at something every day, you don't want to go home and then do that as well. Exactly. So I got two more left. The uh, the month of September. Hmm. When I think of September, I just think of the bad Green Day song. That's me too. <laughs> I, I'm I know, not a fan of Green exactly Day. That's exactly where I was at. <laughs> so something sad. Uh, what was it Heavy Rain? Yeah, I was gonna say Heavy Rain. Yeah, it's just a sad game. That's that's what it plays on repeat, dude. That, what a what a shit life September has. <laughs> uh, Carlos, Carlos, what about you? Yeah, I got anything for September? 
man, sad games. It, oh man, I don't know the uh, the names of the name of these games I'm thinking of, but it's like one of those games where it's more like a story than you kind of like playing. It's one of those like, it, of course, it's in the indie genre where it's like we made a game where you basically just click through text boxes and walk around and kind of see the story develop, and it's really sad because. We spend zero time on the gameplay and more time in the story. So it's just like a a, a movie with extra steps, basically. <laughs> <laughs> a movie with extra steps. That's so funny. Um, all right. So for my last one, um, what type of game do you think three children in a trench coat posing as an adult would play? Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our show, everybody. <laughs> It all comes uh, back to Fortnite. It all full circle. We're just about all to right, remind guys, of that me reminds me of the meme where it's like, wait, it's all Fortnite always has been. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone, thank you so much for listening to our debut episode of Grown Ass Gamers here in the Make Fun Network. Please be sure to check out all the other shows on the network, like Top Five of Death and This Rules List Sucks, and a couple other new shows coming very soon. Uh, also, check out the Facebook group. You can interact with all of us there at Make Fun Network facebook group and until next time guys this is logan signing off ggs